0: Hashtag Utah Jazz. We're in a groove. You know, I
1: think a lot of us, a lot of the offense comes instinctively, defensively. You know, I think it's it's the same. You know, we a lot of times in the beginning of the year we had to communicate a lot. Now it's kind of just like, you know, if we make a mistake, one person has each other's back and you know, we're just flowing. You know, I don't think a lot of it's uh, a lot of it's not called, a lot of it's just just natural instinct of taking over. Donovan Mitchell talking about all the stuff going right during the 10 game win streak. You're shaking your head, PK. Nah, I didn't watch the game. You didn't watch the game? You watch all the games.
2: The Democratic the debates? What are you thinking? What's more important, buddy? Where's your priorities? My, i am got to figure out which one of those I'm going to vote for. Right now, I'm going with my favorite minority candidate, Elizabeth Warren.
3: Favorite minority candidate. Till
2: the love runs out. I'm in a groove. You in a groove? Are you in a groove? Nope. You in a groove, y'all? Sure. Yeah, two I'm out of 3 Well, obviously. You're going to get your groove thing going, man. Jazz, gee. they got their groove thing going. They rolling.
1: Joe Ingles had his groove thing
2: going. Oh, he's just a complimentary player. Just trying to, you know, whatever. Just Golly make a G. play. Golly hey, gee. I'm, I'm <laughs> sick of that, Joe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and in one hour, I'm going to tell you face-to-face. Joe Ingles at 8 o'clock this morning coming <laughs> off. I always ask him. Win the game, have a big game before you come on. It's easier to joke around. He goes for 27, and the Jazz win their 10th in a row. Really, the only thing that went wrong is he had a three late in the game for 30, and he missed it. Well, that would he was forced, had to take it. I think
2: it was shot clock or something. It was not a, he wasn't set. But at that point, you're six or seven.
1: Why not? Yeah, he checked. got the game in the bag. They did. It was done, done and dusted. Donovan Mitchell at 25, and how about Rudy? Oh, I like Locke now. He obviously was listening.
2: I Sunday night on television, I broke the news. He's an MVP candidate. Locke's right on board. Yeah. Through 2 days later,
1: <laughs> I know that dog always paying attention to what I say. He clearly is an MVP candidate. 22 points, 18 rebounds. That'll get your attention. And his stats are a maybe fraction of what he does. Right. Of the story. The intimidation factor.
2: The prevention factor. He's the ultimate birth control. He's basket control.
1: Jazz are off today. The yeah. big prophylactic. They're in New Orleans tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> big prophylactic. <laughs> He prevents scoring. Now, Jack, if Jack's <laughs> going to sue you. If we hear
3: Locke use that one on tomorrow's broadcast, we'll know he he's really He prevents
1: scoring. Booner just starts coughing and hacking up a lung on the I there. haven't exactly. seen anybody. What did you say? Since, certainly around here
2: since Mark Eden, who prevents scoring the way he prevents scoring.
1: Ostertag did it at times. Not like this. No, I'd agree. Not like this. But I saw a guy dribble close. through the lane. Not even close. Dribble through the lane on him. And it's not even well, I close. Well, I think the difference is what Rudy's asked to do because the game has changed so much since those two played. And that you got to go defend pick and rolls. you got to go defend three-point shooters. You're beyond the free throw line. You're beyond the three-point arc. And you got to get back and protect the rim, too. Well,
2: the thing with Ostertag is you have a good game and then you go a couple of weeks. Why can't you have any consistency? I don't know, Gordon.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a spot on. 100%. PK for the win. All right. The Jazz off today. Nolans tomorrow expecting, waiting for, thinking we will see Zion Williamson making his regular season. Good. Let him go. Let him try to go to the hoop against the National Park. I will show you, Zion. DJ
2: and
0: PK. Hashtag NBA. Leonard will try a straightaway three-ball, and he buries it. Kawhi Leonard is
1: feeling himself in this first half. Four of five from distance. The Claw has 20. It is Shamit back to Leonard on the left wing. He drives left, elevates, and slams it home. Cocked it back with the right hand and punished the rim. Here's Kawhi. He'll rise for a straightaway three and book it. Kawhi Leonard with 43 points. He's got six triples. That's where he finished, 43 points, and the Clippers beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 128-103. to 103. Great news. Because? Let him go off with all those threes against the Cl- uh, Cavaliers. He didn't need
2: it. Faced a better team, he won't be as hot. Maybe they lose.
1: Build some more distance between us and them. Jazz built a little distance between themselves and the Rockets. Houston got beat by the Memphis Grizzlies, 121-110. Memphis got a little win streak going. Nothing compared to the Jazz. Ten in a row, but they got six. Westbrook didn't play. He did not. Took the night off. I think they got their playing tonight. And James Harden uh, had a bunch of points, but was uh, pretty inefficient. He did not have it going on. Not one of his better nights, even though he ended up with, uh, with a big stat line and 41 points. He did it on 13 of 37 shooting, which is... Not good. Do you think a woman can get in the White House? <laughs> you did watch that debate. Or did you just follow it on Twitter and pick up the highlights? I'm a concerned citizen, brother. These are my people. we got to get him out of office. You'll be in here wearing a MAGA hat tomorrow, and then you'll flip-flop again the next day. Yuck, am I right? A MAGA? I'm walking tomorrow Trump and 45. A MAGA? Blazers and Rockets tonight. ESPN 730. That's a big game. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. It's Tua a a, uh, college footballer pro now. His rehab's going well. Expected to work out for uh, NFL scouts ahead of the draft, according to his agent. Yeah. Uh, expected to be in a 40-minute throwing session for scouts. Don't know when that will be. I haven't set a date, but if he can get out there and throw it for 40 minutes and... But not 30? No. Throw that extra 10, huh? Extra 10. 45? Show, show how fit he is. Scouts no. have
2: a plane to catch. They can't stick around for 45. He needs to make money. I don't know what his fi- family financial situation is, but it's probably not as good as it's going to get. And so this is serious stuff. When money's on the line, once you introduce
1: money into anything... The fun and games, they stop. Fun and games slipping away. All about the cash. Baylor, who's going to be the coach? They lost the coach to the NFL. Rule went to Carolina. Virginia Tech coach Justin Fuente, one of the favorites. Joey McGuire, the interim also. And in a move that could impact the Aggies and the Cougars, Boise State's coach, Brian Harson, his name Reportedly on the list. He's had a nice run up there, and he's, uh, he's been there long enough. He's passed the time that it was Chris Peterson players. Coming off a conference championship, I think a 12-win season. Yeah, I
2: guess the difference is he played there, but Matt Wells showed that didn't matter when the cash was there. And Matt was looking to get out the first chance he had. That was well-known last year. And so he took one that you can argue is far less prestigious
1: than Baylor. Oh, absolutely. Penn State back in the news. A federal lawsuit from a former player, Isaiah Humphreys, alleging he was hazed. Coaching staff was aware of the hazing and didn't protect him.
2: Yeah, obviously with the Sandusky thing, and you you were going to Sandusky you and all that stuff. I mean, that's just nasty, given the most recent history, which was even extremely much more nasty. That's
1: just a lot heads will roll if this stuff is true, I guess. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. It's never the right time to step away, but now is the right time for me. And it's a tough decision. I've thought about it a lot. And I think now is is the right chance for me to to move on. For me, now is the right opportunity to, to move in a different direction and you know, there's only one way to play this game since I was a little kid is, is to play fast and play physical and play strong. And at this point, I don't know if I'm able to do that anymore. That is Carolina Panthers all-pro linebacker Luke Coakley there announcing his retirement at the age of 28. Eight years in the NFL. Pro bowler, all-pro, shutting it down before the age of 30. That's a little, little unusual, but we're seeing a little more of it partly I think people are aware of their the impact on their long-term health and they're making a lot more money than they used to too so maybe he figures he's already got a pile of money and he can hit it Fine. Charger tied in Antonio Gates announcing his retirement on social media yesterday so he's all done he's up there though and LSU what an awesome season they're losing the quarterback they're losing their passing game coordinator Joe Brady who well, helped engineer of the Tigers' record-breaking season is headed to Carolina to become the Panthers' offensive coordinator under Matt Rule. So, Joe Brady getting a big old pay raise. I think NFL coordinator, he'd be doing great at 30 years old, no less. Yeah, they had shots of him during the title game. You see, as a young guy. All right, DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag Major League Baseball. It's getting frustrating, man, to sit here and, and know that. You know, late in my career, I probably could have had a title, you know, maybe 17 or maybe 18. Um, but, you know, we, we got cheated, you know, out of, out of, you know, a team kind of doing something that, that's not within the rules of the game.
1: That's CeCe Sabathia right there on the Yankees being cheated out of a title. Could they have come out of the American League and won the World Series? The Dodgers have to be thinking that. And there's been a lot of reaction to the whole sign stealing, video cheating And some people thought the Astros really got hit hard, but there were plenty of, uh, quotes, players thinking, well, players got away with it. I mean, yeah, the organization took a hit, but... Some players did get away with it. Yeah. In
2: fact, they not only got away with it, they profited, some of them, immensely because of it.
1: Hit some more home runs, drove in some more
2: runs, scored some more runs, got some stats, and got paid. Yeah. Yeah. And what they did, and now CORE's out at Boston, so... Uh, it's 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 getting nastier. Uh, I do have a little bit of a problem with that because with Sabathia, what he's saying, because he did win World Series, and how do I know every single guy, every single day, stayed within the rules? Do I know that? No. So that's what I put. What's acceptable form of cheating? I put it on Facebook. There was a bunch of responses. What? Because well, once we go down this road, this, this is awful. No man is above the law.
1: All right. Great. Then, then, we gotta,
2: then we got to enforce all laws. We just can't pick and choose which laws we want. So if there are people who come into the country illegally, well, that's against the law. Well, if no man is above the law, then why aren't we prosecuting that? I mean, once you go down that road, you've got to in- introduce all of them. So how do I know that nobody in the Yankees, when they were doing their thing, every single player was doing
1: was doing nothing, absolutely nothing, that was against the rules? You know, I can't guarantee that. Home runs are up. Records are being smashed. And so some guys are having big years, but are some guys using something that can't be tested for. You know, as long as baseball isn't testing for blood doping, there's going to be suspicions. I've got no
2: problem what they did with these, uh, with these guys, and these guys are losing their jobs. That's fine. I'm not saying that they shouldn't do that. Just let a free for all because, well, we can't control cheating one way or the other completely and eliminated it. So let's just look the other way on everything. I'm not saying that either. But I don't know that we can go and say, "Wow, I should have done this because they did that." Well, wait a second. About somebody over here was like wait a second. Your guy did this, so I should have done that. Before you know, you got the uh, Salt Lake Bees winning the World Series. <laughs> you know, it's the comparative score thing that you just go and you know somebody uh, you know, Appalachian State is the one that tie. You know how they do that sometimes. So you start doing that. I just I think you have to learn from it and uh, and go on. But I don't know that you can just start rewriting everything and well, what if this and that? Sure, it does appear that you got screwed in that way. And Clayton Kershaw's taking all sorts of abuse as the biggest postseason choker,
1: relative to his talent, right in a regular season. Well, and maybe he, had, maybe he had figured it out, beaten the curse, and was ready to be the champion, and be carted off the field, yeah. and the Astros cheated him out of it.
2: Except, how do I know somebody in the Dodgers wasn't cheating somewhere along the line? Ah, that, they took that, a two to one lead because they got one
1: guy <laughs> juicing, and or maybe he in the regular it. season
2: that got him in that position. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's just making stuff up, but who knows?
1: So you think all technology gets shut down? Is that going to be the answer here? No iPads in the dugout, and no replay monitors down there for them. Just nothing. You get you oh, get what do you no do? technology. What do
2: you do on the uh, the
1: actual replays that they use in the game for umpire calls? So that room can't be in either dugout, and they say they'll station
2: somebody from Major League Baseball in the field. room. Oh. Oh, so we'll have like
1: Woody Dixon there?
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How do, hey, we know he, you'd have a, how do we know the mob doesn't get
1: to him? Essentially, you'd have a, like a fifth umpire. I don't know if he'd actually be an umpire, but it'd be something like that. You know, the umpire and crew doesn't belong to either team.
3: They've already got like seven on the field, so why not? Yeah,
2: I love watching games, and then you look at the manager, and he starts putting both hands to his ears. That's the new thing now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they want to review it. Uh, and the NBA
3: yeah. is twirl your finger. And I think they're going to try to clean it up
2: as much as possible. And, and, and hopefully they... They do that because you there's maybe maybe 10 pitchers in the league that could succeed if the batter knew exactly what was coming. I mean these guys are really good.
1: And so if they know what's coming, they're going to tee off on you more often than not, I would think. A high percentage of more often. If than they not. if they know fastball breaking, that yeah. that alone, right? So, that's what I'm saying. There's maybe 10 pitchers in the league that, if
2: yeah, you I was, know what I'm going to throw, I, was gonna I take could you.
1: still get you out consistently. I was going to take under 10. Well, I went maybe. Yeah. So, when I threw the word maybe in there, we're on the same page.
2: So, you could just say, yeah, you didn't have to tell me what you thought because maybe we were five.
1: Thinking, oh, maybe you're going, you're zero. Zero. Huh? Nobody? Because Clayton Kershaw is the kind of dominant guy that I think would get it done. I mean, the best pitchers, as you've pointed out a million times, are the guys who make the best teams, those best starting pitchers. And the best starting pitchers on the elite teams were losing to the Astros. So, now I guess the Astros didn't sweep every series. So, yeah, they knew it was coming. They still got beat. But maybe it's because, you know, their pitcher gave up eight runs. They'd have to go back and look at the scores. Did somebody beat them one to nothing, even though they knew what was coming? Because then you're right. Then there's a guy who is so awesome, they know what's coming, and he still beat him one to nothing. In his prime a few years back, Madison Bumgarner, here, you
2: want to know what's coming? I'll please <laughs> you tell you what's coming. And then I'm throwing should, a fastball! If you should get a hit, <laughs> if you do anything except put your head down and run as fast as you can, I'm going to go beat you up.
1: All right, well, more to come. How long do you think uh, Alex Score is out of work? What's his next job in baseball? Or is uh, he doing something else? I think most of these guys would be out a year. And then back in, doing mea culpa. Uh,
2: Especially if you come out and say you're sorry. Yeah, I think that was part of Pete Rose's spiel. He He didn't. And and then you got Clemens and Bonds, whereas you got McGuire who basically apologized. Andy Pettit said, I did it. Those guys were welcomed back and they can do whatever. And I, would would Rose be in this situation if he just said, you know, I had an addiction. I screwed up. I'm sorry. He said he fought it every
1: step of the way until, you know, years later. He was quoted yesterday. Well, what are you going to do to these players? Right. Well, I, yeah, and he still is. Awkward. He's yeah. got a point, but nobody wants to hear it from him. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually,
2: I don't have any problem with what he's saying. I mean, he he broke the rules. There's no doubt about it. He broke the integrity of the game, and he's paying pay. He's paying as far as the Hall of Fame. He's paying the ultimate price, and yet the and some of them some some others are paying the ultimate price too, as far as the Hall of Fame. So far,
1: seems more clear with Rose. Will Bonds and Clemens get in at some point?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's others besides those two. And there's there's plenty of others actually. I mean, McGuire, Palmeiro, Sosa, Duffy Dyer. Catcher for the Mets, man. They had a really good staff back in the day. Went to Cortez High School, Phoenix, Arizona, same high school as Alice Cooper. My wife taught freshman basketball, coached freshman basketball there way back when. And there was one play I went to the game. There was a few seconds left in the quarter. She told the girls to roll the ball. So, to save time, she told them to roll the ball. This literally happened. They rolled the ball. She never told anybody, we'll pick it, pick it up and shoot it. It did not roll all the way. Ten players watched the ball roll all the way down the left like a bowling ball.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Any of you kids
2: ever watch a basketball game in your life?
3: Somebody pick it I'm up. Because I'm going with the answer no.
1: No, you don't.
2: I was up in the stands roaring. I had to hide my face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just pulling the hoodie over your face. <laughs> All right, receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. They're bringing you what is trending. Shamrock Plumbing, 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, you put it up on Facebook last night, PK. Two all-stars. What were we thinking? We didn't, even, we didn't debate the right topic. We didn't ask the right question. We're guaranteed to get two. It's an absolute walk. So now three. It's a David Locke. All right, we'll get to that coming up. Joe Ingles at eight o'clock. Pace Mannion, former Ute, former jazz player. His son Nico now playing for Arizona. The Utes getting ready to face the Wildcats. We'll talk with him at nine o'clock. Pace used to do a show right here. We used to do crosstalk with Pace back in the day. That'll oh, be for sure. Yeah. That'll be... I actually miss associating with him on a day to day basis. Funny guy. Yeah. Big-time basketball guy. We'll talk with Pace at 9. Joe Ingles coming up at 8 on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
0: This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you
3: want. There were four suspected drug dealers officials were on to. They actually tapped the phones, and the way they got enough evidence that they could go in and arrest these guys is these guys went to go collect their cocaine, and it was gone. And what they found was feral hogs had snorted up $22,000 worth of their cocaine. <laughs> When those pigs came up on that uh, on those bars of cocaine, it was go time. You know, you're going to lose me for a signal. You, <laughs> you want
1: to hear what uh, the pig man sounds like on coke? <laughs>
0: those poor pigs, you're right. They're probably dead. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
1: Join the big show Friday. From 3 to 6 at the warehouse at 86 East University Parkway in Orem. Price is so low it'll blow your mind. All right, PK. Not one. Not two. Now you want people to consider the possibility of three all-stars.
2: Yeah, I I think the only debate is deciding who's the third one. There's so many candidates (laughs) to choose from.
1: Rudy and Donovan in. (laughs) They're absolute locks. But Bogdanovich, I agree. Uh, They're getting two. Yeah. I don't think anybody's getting three. Well, the Lakers can't
2: for two reasons. One, nobody's good enough. And two, the top two guys are so dominant, particularly the top one guy.
1: Yeah. So they... If they win a championship and someone really excels, maybe they could lift their, you know, like Bosch was the third All-Star when LeBron was in Miami. And you're right, getting out of LeBron's gravitational pull is not easy. And and Bosch already had a rep established before he teamed with LeBron. And these, you know, like Kuzma doesn't, you know. No, not even close. Right. He's too young. But if the best team by, what, five games in the standings is getting two All-Stars, is anybody behind them getting three?
3: I guess it's it would possible. be
1: possible but, it's but, much possible, but highly unlikely. It could be, for sure. Yeah, it could happen. And I think given the depth of talent in the West, there'll be several teams with two. Houston, Lakers, Clippers, Jazz. And then we'll see if somebody like Denver or Dallas gets a second one. I think they'll get one. Well, Dallas won't. No Porzingis. Oh, he's out. No, he's... Yeah. So I mean, he needs time to recover. He had a major injury; he missed a whole season. Denver and Dallas. And he's still a kid. And Oklahoma City will get one each, and that'll oh, put I don't you know. to Oklahoma City. Will get. Anybody. Think they'll get shut out. Yeah, Chris Paul, no go. Oh, I would take Alexander ahead of yeah. him. Yeah, but does he have the rep yet? Being a younger no. guy, no. He'll be like Rudy and Donovan a year or two ago.
2: Uh, I don't know if he can get to that level, but I get your point. Maybe he does get to. Maybe he even gets better than that level. Who knows? But uh, yeah. I don't don't see it now. I mean, you can argue. Right now, it hasn't been. The the thing about with Joe is he hasn't done it the whole season, but he's playing at an all-star level.
1: The last month and a half, he's shooting 50% from three. And that's just a part of it. He was at, uh, oh, yeah, the assist totals are huge. He's handling the ball, running the offense. He often has to defend an elite guy on the other team, if not the elite guy. He just makes guys better. He makes
2: guys—he's a disease. He's contagious. He makes guys want to pass. If someone who's shooting over 50% is willing to pass it to me, then I better be willing and to pass, pass it, it to, the to next whomever. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that it becomes contagious, and it becomes something that permeates the ball club, and then you end up with the unselfishness. If I have a good shot and a guy has a better shot— Uh, Joe is without question It doesn't matter He could be on the verge of setting some all-time record And A, he's unaware of it B, if you have a better shot He's giving you the ball It literally doesn't matter for him And the thing about it where you could say Well, yeah, he's on a long-term contract What difference? Well, When he was making nothing, it didn't matter And it's just, that's in his DNA his DNA just doesn't care about that stuff. He's, he's, a, he's got a little bit of Magic Johnson in him. Magic, whatever stat you could have wanted, he could have gotten. But all he wanted was to win. Nothing else really mattered. It just was about winning with him. And I saw him play 95% of his games. And it's exactly what he was about. And I see Joe, it's not about what did I get? It's just nothing but winning. And you can't necessarily me- – you, can, you can measure that in the win-loss column. That's where you can measure that. It's the same thing with Gobert with his great protection of the basket. You can't specifically always measure it statistically except for the win-loss and loss column. And the win-loss column is looking pretty good. If you're winning 70% of your ball games, you're a really
1: good team. Eight five five three four zero
3: zone Ryan, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, Ryan. Uh, first time call. I just want to say I love sure. the show. Thanks for what you guys do. Thank you. I um, wanted to just comment real quick on kind of how silly this all-star voting is from the fans, because I see guys like Alice Caruso, Dwight Howard, Carl Town showing up in the top ten vote-getters, and Gobert's not there.
2: Yeah, it's a joke. So... Yeah.
3: Quick rhetorical situation to highlight Gobert's awesomeness. If aliens came to planet Earth and said, hey, we're going to play a game of basketball for the controls of planet Earth, our five aliens against your five best humans, uh, I think Gobert's got to be on that team. I think the starting five are something like Curry, LeBron, Giannis, AD, and then one big guy. You're going to go with Gobert. Is Is it even any chance that Colin Anthony Towns is on that team of five best humans? I think uh, no way. Not towns. No, I think it.
2: some people might go with Jokic, but not towns.
3: Yeah, I think there's a good debate to be made for Jokic. But I, there's just there's just no way some of the other players no, are even no, in the conversation. No, no, it's ridiculous.
2: And I always thought, Ryan, that to me, because we are in Salt Lake and we don't have the population base by any stretch of the imagination, that that is a popularity contest. And I always thought that because of that, acknowledging that, if you got picked as a reserve, that would actually mean more. Because the coaches, the guys who are grinding day to day, and most NBA coaches are not big-time celebrities. They're grinders. And they recognize your contributions. So I would rather not be a starter then and be picked by the coaches because to me that would mean more. And that will happen this year. Gobert will be picked by the coaches. And they will they
1: recognize his contributions. I think part of the reason the Jazz haven't, these guys in particular, haven't been All-Stars the last couple of years, is the Jazz have been sabotaged by their own poor starts. It's been hard to justify giving them All-Stars or multiple All-Stars because their record hasn't been good. And you've got to win. Now, this year they've gotten off to a much better start, and the record looks better. But in the past, those seasons have been built on slow starts and huge finishes, and the huge finish doesn't factor into the all Star stuff. Uh, to a degree. If they were running eighth, th- do you think the highest team that will get left out is a team that's running seventh, Oklahoma City right now? Seventh right. place, but and you, you think, think they think won't get an all-star? I, I'm not sure.
2: I would bet no, but I don't know that. Uh, I think also, too, Gobert at 24, 25. So he didn't come in the league with all that. Right. He came in the league with all that. He's Zion, and he didn't play college ball. And he was just a gangly dude that nobody, to go to the G knew, nobody League and, knew anything right. about yeah. him. Uh, wasn't catching, the Jazz certainly did. Yeah, but he wasn't uh, catching the ball. He was really yeah. raw. Uh, yeah. So it took a while for him to develop a rep. So I, uh, my point is, in three years from now, say they're uh, only five games above 500 at the time of the All-Star selection, he could make it then.
1: Yeah, you get the benefit of the doubt because you got the
2: rep then. Right. And he didn't. He didn't. He came in the league with zippo hype, the and, way some of these kids
1: come in now. And the other thing to remember is the Warriors aren't going to get any All Stars, and we've seen them get two, three, four All Stars. So there's more bursts this year. Yeah, than although the
2: I don't think that has any effect on these Colbert, guys would be in Mitchell. anyway. There's just no doubt in my mind this year. Uh, accounting for the Warriors, uh, how many times have they played the Warriors once or twice this year? Uh, so assume they even had two losses, whatever, however many games they played against them. Assume it was the real Warriors that we've known, and they beat the Jazz, which actually wasn't the case in the regular season, And even when the Warriors were all that, mm-hmm. which for whatever reason, Jazz always played well against them usually. And uh, so they had two fewer losses or two more losses than they have now. These two guys would still be selected. They they have been so overwhelming. It's an absolute. I have no choice. But to put these guys on. And I know there's some folks driving to work right now thinking, wait a second, we're still Salt Lake here. Yeah. Get, you're Salt Lake. I'm not Salt Lake. <laughs> what are you? I'm a guy who can look at it objectively without, oh, the woe is oh, me, I see what Salt Lake. I see what People don't believe in uh, us. Okay. They don't look at us. They don't value us, blah, blah, All blah. Right, I, I you- get that's in your DNA because you grew up here and you're attached as a fan. I, A, didn't grow up here. I'm not, I don't have that fan attachment. I can look at it logically as much. I, I have biases too. And to me, it's overwhelming Gobert and even, to me, not quite, but more than good enough Mitchell.
1: Mitchell's been bouncing around 24, 25 points a game. And he absolutely belongs. So those guys don't usually get left out. He's up to scoring again from a year ago. And I think that. Uh, you know your point about Gobert is right. You know, three or four, three, four, five years from now, he might get in with the same kind of season, the same kind of team that he didn't get in last year. Or at least, same kind of start. Last year surprised me a little bit because he did have a little bit of a rep. He'd already won Defensive Player of the Year, but they I, got I, off, I agree they got off to a terrible start last year. Remember, they were running thirteenth or fourteenth in the West for a while, and that yeah, yeah, starts yeah. to shape people's perceptions. I, I get it because for all the flaws with the All Star voting, and you know. Curry isn't playing, and he's fourth. And he played like three games. I don't games. care about the voting. I know. So there's a lot of weirdness around the All-Star game, but the one thing that usually happens with the reserves that is good is they usually reward the right. better players than the better teams. That's what I'm saying. It's, right. be- it's better. in for the Jazz, it's better to be picked
2: by your coaching peers. It means more. The folks who are following, the folks who are living, the folks whose money depends on, on it. This guy is the ultimate... Scoring preventer. It it's it's absolutely inarguable. No one can argue this. He is not. It, it's I don't. It's to me. It's embarrassing to discuss whether Gobert should be an All Star. The discussion is what place should he fall on the ladder of MVP
1: voting. Let's go to the phone, Yaku Who you got? Dean. Dean. Good morning.
3: Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey, you're exactly right on Gobert. And I, I was watching, and it's kind of fun to do this. I was watching off the ball, just watching Gobert the other night, just seeing what he'd do on defense, and it is phenomenal. His intelligence on defense is incredible. He goes from guy to guy. He'll go off his big, go to another guy, come back to his big – Uh, roll around the paint. The only time he sometimes has a problem is if there's a big that's a long big and can shoot from the three. But most of the time, he is just so incredible with his defense. I'm blown away. Win or lose, he's incredible on that defense. Thanks for the call, Dean.
1: And I think that's PK's point about why you get picked as a reserve, because the coaches are the ones watching the video, they're watching the last game, trying to figure out how to get ready for the next game, and they see all that stuff. And They're they telling their guys, don't do it. Yeah, And it isn't going to work. <laughs> it's not going to be to your
2: advantage. And and then you get in a scramble situation, too. Who knows where the ball goes, and then we end up uh, can't get back on defense. Our rotations are all screwed up by the time they get to the uh, R3 point line. And they got five, not five, but they've got uh, a lot of times they got four guys who can handle the ball, and so they don't have to worry about filling spots. They can just go because yeah. you got um, four four other guys. A lot of times can can handle the ball, so it just leads to all sorts of issues. I, I just don't see where it's any form of debate, and I would even put almost Mitchell. Now, Ryan said that if we took an alien and brought him down...
1: Yeah, I think we have to get back to that. Well,
2: I think we already have that. I think that's who Donovan Mitchell is. We start... We only start one true American for the Jazz here. They only start one true American because there's the three foreign guys, and I don't believe... I know Donovan looks like an American. He acts like an American. He talks like an American. But it's impossible that at 23 years of age... When I've been around 23-year-olds, most of my working life, and Chris Peterson saying that they're part of the dumbest group in
1: America, (laughs) and Mitchell runs around acting like he's 50 most of the time. By the way, a lot of that was all made up, except the part about Chris Peterson really did say that at Pac-12 Media Day. It's one of the all-time Pac-12 Media Day quotes. Yeah. This guy's not for real. He's not—if so
2: you open him up, I'm pretty sure— uh, what are you going,
1: to you got like a men in black thing going on? He doesn't
2: have real DNA that we as Americans have. So I'm considering him a foreign player and not of this planet. He has come from somewhere. I don't know where. But his level of maturity that he's shown from day one is just not normal. So I don't consider him a normal American. So the Jazz only start one normal American, and that's Royce O'Neill. I mean, Mitchell— is just uh, the way he carries himself and everything.
1: Literally he's, out of this world.
2: It, yeah, exactly. So I don't consider him. I consider him a foreign player, but he's more of a uh, galaxy foreign player rather than a country foreign player on planet Earth. No, I mean he's he his arc and and the way he conducts himself is just from from day one too when he was twenty years old. It's just you just don't you don't you don't see that very often. So I'm not sure. But he's going to get his name called, too. And I don't think it's beyond the realm to consider a third one. They won't get it. I get that. Okay, good. Because I was about to tell you it is beyond the realm. They're not getting three. But I think it's within the realm of realism to consider. Bogie is averaging 21.
1: That's a pretty good number. And, he, and it's the quietest 21 in the league. I know. He's one of the lead three-point shooters. He's yeah. at 41%. And I think that one of the th- things that coaches look for is, you know, they're guys who score a lot of points. Some of the guys who score more than Donovan Mitchell aren't going to the game. They are maybe's or nos. Devin Booker is he a maybe or a no? As far as All Star, mm-hmm. no, because they mostly reward the. You got to have something. The really, you
3: gotta, really you gotta, good. You got to win to
1: some degree. Brandon Ingram. I would consider him. Booker's at twenty six points a game. Booker's England's a prolific at 25. scorer. There's no doubt about it. Mitchell's at twenty four now.
2: But Booker is the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He is just the on the residual end of some awful,
1: awful, awful management. Yeah, it's been a heck of a run. What a decade!
2: Yeah, which is fourth or fifth year in the league? I couldn't name all the coaches.
1: I would miss one, or two, or five. <laughs> <laughs> they fired Earl Watson three games in the season. Good work, guys. If you're going to fire anybody three games in, what did you hire him for? Yeah, and why did you, you wait? Didn't, you got a, a game work, three games. Yeah, right now you suck after three games. If they're a new coach, you shouldn't what have hired did, him. And if did, you George previous, Steinbrenner over here, if you were there at the end of the year, you should have made the move in the summer. There's just no way to spend that.
2: Yeah, I would have brought, when they fired Earl Watson, I would have brought in a descendant of Billy Martin. I couldn't bring in Billy himself because he's dead. But I would have brought Billy. a Descendant of Billy Martin. I mean, that was a joke. You're just leading to failure. And so I think Booker takes a bad rap because he's a really good player. But he, he is just the recipient, the unfortunate benefactor, of some awful management. Just awful
1: well, he signed, took the big money, so unless and, they trade him, which doesn't seem likely. And we're being asked, is, was that the Dean who had breakfast
2: with Quinn? It sounded some, somewhat familiar. I forgot to ask him. He's, having bre- he's breaking, breaking bread. Was it breakfast or lunch? It was in lunch with,
1: with I Quinn. thought it was lunch. Oh, was it was lunch? Yeah. but yeah. I was having lunch with Quinn Snyder. Shiloh Shilo
3: <laughs> tweets in, Dean probably got this analysis while at breakfast with Quinn Snyder last week. <laughs>
1: I've never shared a meal with Quinn Snyder. Uh, we're getting uh, we're getting more All-Star questions, so we'll get to them coming up. This is now suddenly the topic de jure. Joe Ingles is coming up at 8 o'clock. I don't Stay. know. what the, It's the topic of the day. I don't Stay know about Stay with that. us.
0: Win, win, win. It's a win ticket Wednesday on the Zone Sports Network. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Win. Listen all day for the win ticket Wednesday sounder for your chance to win tickets. Oh. What? To all the biggest concerts, games, and other great events here in the state of Utah. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
1: DJ and PK brought to you in part by Ken Garf. Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram. Get a new Jeep or Ram for less at Ken Garf West Valley. Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram. Visit them today.
2: Great news. Yeah. Nork Zone. Whitney Houston. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Inductees, Nine Inch Nails, Depeche Mode, Whitney Houston, Notorious B.I.G., T-Rex, and the Doobie Brothers.
1: Veterans Committee putting in the Doobie Brothers?
2: I don't think they have that, but uh, I'm not you sure. You get the
1: point.
3: Notorious B.I.G. in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I like it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's really like the music. They just uh, yeah, call it's, it.
3: It's, yeah, I know what you're doing.
2: Rock and Roll, but it's really more music. And Whitney Houston. Well, Left this far too. What a what a voice she had for sure.
1: And I. Wow. All right, try so you. You do better. Nope. That's the key. Go Man's got to know his limitations.
2: Well, in order to stretch yourself, you have to mm-hmm. go beyond your limitations. So You just live in your little cove. Stretch yourself in your, your cocoon. car on your way
1: home. Tyson tweets at us, talking All-Stars this morning. You guys can't forget Damian Lillard. Think Lillard's a lock? No. Scoring a lot of points, but it seems Rutgers is going to put him in jeopardy, isn't it?
2: Hey, 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 his bid is in jeopardy, baby.
0: Ooh.
1: Greg Kinn, way to go. <laughs> <laughs> All his albums were puns. Continued. Ah, really? Really? Uh, I couldn't have named you the artist, nor could I have
2: named you I had, any of that. I
1: had a college roommate who loved was him? addicted. Really? Beyond loved. Oh, that's funny. He was a Bay Area guy, and the guy was from the Bay Area, so.
2: Oh, sure. Okay. The yeah. connection.
1: Yeah. And so I heard that. I don't, I don't have words for how many it's times. It's like me and Jimmy Eat World.
2: They're from Tempe. It's,
1: it's more like you and the
2: Eagles. Hey,
1: <laughs> don't write yourself off yet. All right, DJ and PK. Best we just stop this now and come back with Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles is next. A little on the early side today, but they're traveling off to see the Pelicans. Got a game tomorrow night. Joe Ingles coming off a huge game. We'll talk with him next. Stay with us.